Life Audio. Christian Parent Crazy World with Catherine Seegers is brought to you by Life Audio and is part of our Faith Toolkit series. For more inspirational, faith-affirming podcasts, visit lifeaudio.com. Welcome to Christian Parent Crazy World, the podcast that tackles tough topics to help you be a godly parent in an ungodly world. I am your host, Katherine Seegers, and in today's episode, we will tackle this very uplifting question. How do our words form a legacy for our children? Is it hard to spark meaningful conversations with your kids? Whether you're a homeschool hero, planning activities for the next family vacation, or simply gathering around the dinner table, we've got something that can help. Introducing the Daily Family Conversation Starter by best-selling author Katie Clemens. This remarkable book offers 365 imaginative ways to connect with your children in just five minutes each day with prompts like, who made you laugh today? Or what would you do if you had a tail? These simple questions open up a world of laughter, curiosity, and deeper connections. From dinner time to sleepy time, the Daily Family Conversation Starter is your key to creating memories that will last a lifetime. Don't wait to transform your family's daily routine into an adventure of discovery and fun. Grab your copy of the Daily Family Conversation Starter today, wherever books are sold. Well, good day to you. It's Joel with the King Country dropping in to let you know that our brand new film, Unsung Hero, is in theaters now. It's Luke here. We've teamed up with the creators of Jesus Revolution to bring you this adventure of a lifetime. It's a powerful, true story about a family uniting, growing in their faith and facing the impossible together. In theaters now, unsunghero.movie for more information. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. words, how do our words live on in our children? Now, we've been in a refreshing summer series on the power of our words, and I I just want to wrap this topic up in a very reflective way today. I, I like to think of this episode as the whipped cream and cherry on top of this little series. We've been talking about how powerful our words are in the lives of our kids. Our theme verse has been Proverbs 18, 21, which says the tongue has the power of life and death and those who love it will eat its fruits. Our words are the water that can produce the most amazing fruit in the lives of our kids when we use our words wisely, strategically, purposefully, but they can also bring a lot of damage when we use them in haste or in anger. So in episode 36, I gave some really powerful and poignant stories about how words can shape our kids' lives for the better or for the worse. Then in the last episode, I gave you seven ways that you can bless your kids with words. Be sure to check those out if you didn't get a chance. In this episode, I want to pull the lens way out, like like way, way out, and give us a bird's eye view on these little seeds that we are planting in our kids' lives. Many of these seeds are planted 
with words. And I want us to see where this is all going. So today we're going to visit the future. Yeah, mm -hmm. we're going to go to a place where all of our hard parenting work is done. All the seeds are planted. All the water has been poured out of us onto those little seeds. And these, these precious plants are strong and vibrant. The fruit growing out of our kids' lives is bold and beautiful. And these plants are blessing others. They are blessing us. We're going to go there. Now, it may seem like a long way off, I know. And depending on where your kids are right now, it may seem further away than ever. But we're going to visit that place because I think we need to be reminded of where our hard work is going, mamas and papas. We just do. That's the plan for this episode of Christian Parent Crazy World. So let's get started. A few years ago, I had a very surreal spiritual experience with my youngest child while I was singing to her before her afternoon nap. We had the most beautiful moment that, well, it's honestly, it's just hard to describe. But let me just say that this moment transcended time. It was almost as if I was transplanted to another time and place, a place where the tables were turned and the situation was reversed. I wasn't taking care of my little girl. I wasn't singing to her and putting her down for her nap. Rather, she was taking care of me. She was singing to me. She was laying me down to rest. It was, it was something I'll never forget. And, you know, I'm, I'm, a writer. So I immediately sat down and wrote about this experience. So I wouldn't forget about this incredible moment that I had shared with my daughter, this moment when, when I was here, but at the same time, I was there way, way, way in the future. That, that writing became a blog. And to date, it is one of my most popular blogs. It is also one of it's one of my favorite things that I've ever written. I want to share that blog with you today because I think that it will really bless you. I think you will be able to to relate to it and be encouraged by these words. And one day, I think my daughter will be encouraged by them and maybe yours too and your sons. Now, if you've been around CPCW for a while, you might recall that I shared my testimony of how we had this little girl at the ripe old age of 46 for me. I was I was just a few weeks shy of that mile marker. I was holding on to 45 by a thread. I shared that testimony in episode 14. Now, we had we had lost a little one the year before, a little one that we had named Hope. You know, I was 44 when I had that miscarriage. It it seemed rather unlikely that we would have another child, but I knew in my spirit that God had promised us a little girl. I had a dream of a young blonde girl who, who loved to sing. She was on this reality TV show singing an original worship song that she had written herself, and people were falling over under the anointing on this child's voice. And so I said to the Lord, I said, God, I don't know who that child is, but if you are looking for someone to birth her, pick me. I'll do it. Birth this child with the gift of song in me. And my husband and I prayed like a couple of Benedictine monks for almost nine months for us to have this daughter who sings. And as only God can do on the very day 
that hope was due, the child we had lost, we found out that we were expecting Evangeline Faith. It was it was a rough ride to get her here. I had an abruption at 26 weeks and spent a lot of time in the hospital. The whole last month of that pregnancy was spent at, at Centennial Women's Hospital in downtown Nashville. The day that this little girl was born, that hospital room looked like an episode of CSI. It was a it was a bloody mess. But that that little girl, my little miracle child, was perfect. <laughs> That's what prayer can do, moms and dads. Never underestimate the power of your prayers. And check out episode 14 if you want to hear an incredible testimony about the power of prayer. Now, <laughs> that little girl loves to sing. Shocker. You know, I prayed that she would sing and she loves to. She literally sings all the time. And we had this incredible moment together that I write about in this blog. This is the first time that she ever sang to me. But before I get to that, I want to talk to you for just a few moments here about legacy. That's what we're building here, moms and dads. We're building a legacy of faith. And this little girl, this miracle child, is named Evangeline Faith. Our hope, our prayers, our daily investment of time and words and education and sacrifice in the lives of our kids are deposited with the hope of building a legacy of faith. Something that survives us. Something that lives on. Long after we're gone, we serve a generational God. He is the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. We are our kids, Abraham. We are the Isaac of our parents. We are the Jacob of our grandparents. We are part of a legacy. We serve a legacy-making God. And we pass this faith down from fathers and mothers to daughters and sons. We do this. With our words, we teach our kids the word of God and we illuminate his word with our words, words of love, words of hope, words of prayer, words of education and explanation and inspiration, words that defend the faith and build the faith and spread the faith. Words are building blocks. Words build the legacy of our faith. One of my favorite passages of scripture comes from Deuteronomy. It's chapter 11, verses 18 through 21. It's, it's so beautiful. It says, fix these words of mine in your hearts and minds. Tie them as symbols on your hands and bind them on your foreheads. Now, I know that sounds <laughs> really weird, but in ancient times, the Jews practiced the tradition of using phylacteries, which are small leather boxes that contain portions of the law of Moses. They would strap these boxes to their wrists and on their foreheads like a headband. I, I guess they believed in osmosis. That way, someone could literally carry the laws of God over their eyes and on their hands. Now, again, that sounds like an odd practice, but they didn't have iPhones. They couldn't Google a verse at a moment's notice. They didn't even have notebooks to carry around. This is how they carry God's word with them. So this passage says... 
Is it hard to spark meaningful conversations with your kids? Whether you're a homeschool hero, planning activities for the next family vacation, or simply gathering around the dinner table, we've got something that can help. Introducing the Daily Family Conversation Starter by best-selling author Katie Clemens. This remarkable book offers 365 imaginative ways to connect with your children in just five minutes each day with prompts like, who made you laugh today? Or what would you do if you had a tail? These simple questions open up a world of laughter, curiosity, and deeper connections. From dinner time to sleepy time, the Daily Family Conversation Starter is your key to creating memories that will last a lifetime. Don't wait to transform your family's daily routine into an adventure of discovery and fun. Grab your copy of The Daily Family Conversation Starter today, wherever books are sold. What impacts you every day? There is one book that influences almost every aspect of our lives. Museum of the Bible reveals the Bible's impact on your favorite musicians and artists, the way we measure time, social justice, our national monuments, and more. The Bible's impact is all around you. Discover how at museumofthebible.org slash impact. Fix these words of mine in your hearts and minds. Tie them as symbols on your hands and bind them on your foreheads. Teach them to your children, talking about them. When you sit at home and when you walk along the road, when you lie down and when you get up, write them on the door frames of your houses and on your gates. Now, that was another ancient practice, by the way. The Jews would put God's word on their gates and on the door frames of their houses. This this verse actually inspired me in my home decor. The house we now live in has some arching windows over the front door. And from the moment we moved in, I I envisioned putting God's word over the door frame of my house. My favorite psalm is Psalm 91, and I have that written over my front door. Not like the whole psalm, but you know, it'd be really long, but but I have the reference there. And and I also have written that psalm in my heart. I've memorized it through a beautiful scripture song by a woman named Esther Mew. I'll, I'll put a link in the show notes. And I've taught that psalm to my kids. We've we've sung those verses and, and many other verses at home and in the car and when we walk along the road, just like this passage from Deuteronomy says. Well, I mean, it doesn't mention cars, obviously, but it, you know, it's the same intent. So this passage says that we are to teach these words, the word of God, to our children, talking about them when we sit at home and when we walk along the road, when you lie down and when you get up, write them on the door frames of your houses and on your gates. Here's the conclusion. Why do we do this? So that your days and the days of your children may be many in the land the Lord swore to give to your ancestors, as many as the days that the heavens are above the earth. Fix these words of mine in your heart. That's what we're doing, mamas and papas. That's our job. We're trying to plant God's word into the hearts 
of our kids. I, I personally like to do that through song because it helps these words to stick for me and for my kids. That's why I have those scripture songs which I offer is a free resource when you subscribe at my website. One of these days, I'm going to I'm going to record this passage from Deuteronomy 11. I have a melody for it in my head. I just haven't had time to get around to it. But we speak God's word over our kids. We sing God's word over them. With that in mind, I want to share with you what is probably my all-time favorite blog that I wrote a few years ago. It it is a moment that one day Every godly parent hopes to share with their child. This is Sing to Me. Three years ago, a miracle was born. I prayed that she would sing before she was born, before she was ever even conceived. I prayed that God would give her the gift of melody. It had a dream of a young girl with a powerful voice. When she sang, men cried and women would fall to their knees and worship. I didn't know who she was, but I prayed that she would be born in me. So I sang to her, beckoning her to come. And I sang to her when I found out that she was here. And I sang to her as she grew in my womb. And I sang to her, when our connection abrupted and I sang to her in my hospital room and I sang to her when they ripped her from me just in time and I sang to her when she was behind a sheet of glass and I sang to her when we brought her home and I sing to her now every day before her afternoon nap and during our nightly bedtime rituals she lays her head on my chest and I serenade her with a sweet melody a song that I wrote just for her. I sang into that distant place and called you from the deep. I sing to you wrapped in my arms and lay you down to sleep. I lay you down to sleep. And in that moment, the stresses of my day fade away. My to-do list is forgotten, as are all of my frustrations and failures and all the things I left behind. None of it, none of it matters. And for a brief moment, we slip away to a heavenly place, a place where my voice reached out to her before she had a voice, a place suspended in time. Several months ago, my sweet girl started to sing with me. She doesn't always know the words, and she stumbles over the tune. Pure and sweet, her voice joins with mine. But today, as I sang to my miracle girl, I laid my head on her chest. And for a brief moment, she sang to me all by herself. And suddenly, I was transported to another time and another place. A place where an old lady and a vibrant young woman sit in a very different room. A room where I don't quite know the words. And I stumble over the tune. A room where my head is cradled on her chest. A room where 
she serenades me. You sang into that distant place, the song beats in my chest. I sing to you, wrapped in my arms, and lay you down to rest. I lay you down to rest. I could see this place in my soul. Can you see it too? It's, it's just a few songs away. In that day, in that room, the things you left behind, Mother Well, won't matter. The sacrifices and the sleepless nights, the resume that wilted, the dreams that never came back around, none of it, none of it will matter. Not when she sings to you. One day, your song will be forgotten by all but a precious few. Your voice will be a memory. Her voice will take center stage and she will sing to you in a heavenly place. Your song brought her here. Her song will carry you home. Her song is what matters. Her voice grows stronger each day as the mother's voice wanes. Moms and dads, the best of who we are lives on in the songs of our children. Invest yourself in their song. It's a song worth singing every day. Teach us to realize the brevity of life so that we may grow in wisdom. Let us, your servants, see your work again. Let our children See your glory. That's Psalm 90, verses 12 and 16. I want to thank you for joining me today. Look, I know there are a lot of things you could be listening to right now, and I really appreciate that you took this time to spend with me. I hope you will join me for my next podcast when we take aim at some aspect of our culture that threatens to derail our parenting and steal our kids' faith. If you enjoyed this episode of Christian Parent Crazy World, would you consider telling a friend and sharing it on social media and giving it a good review over on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and following me on Facebook and Instagram? Oh, oh, and maybe you could say that Christian Parent Crazy World is the best podcast you've ever heard in your entire life. Uh, just a thought. Uh, and be sure to check out my website, which is katherinesegers.com. That's Catherine with a C. I have lots of articles and resources there that will help you on your parenting journey. And if you subscribe, I will be sure to send you some really cool free stuff and notify you of future podcasts, articles, and blogs. I want to end this and every episode with a word of encouragement. God gave you your kids, your specific kids for a reason. That's because you hold the key to unlocking who God created them to be. We'll see you next time. Christian Parent Crazy World is a production of Life Audio and Salem Media. If you liked what you heard today, please take a second to rate and review this podcast in your favorite podcast app. 
so that more listeners like you can find the show. For more faith-filled, inspirational podcasts, visit us at lifeaudio.com. What do you do when your world is falling apart? How do you march when it would be easier to stay where you are and die? Join me every week on the March or Die podcast, and we'll discuss that and so much more.